You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSC has closed its doors for another day, so it's time for the five o'clock shadow. And as always on a Wednesday, it's populated by Skulk Lowe, who's a portfolio manager at PSG Wealth Old Oak Division in Cape Town. Now, I've got a couple of things, actually three things to talk to you about after we get over the housekeeping of the Stock Exchange News Service announcements. The only one that I look at uh, today is um, EOH, brought out mm. their results to the end of January. Is that a stock that you follow, invested in, or, or what? It's interesting. It's a stock that I follow in the media because it's been in the media, well, I think since 2019. It's frequently been in the media and unfortunately not for the, for, for the, for the, for the best reasons. But, I mean, to sort of quote uh, Stephen Fakola, I've often said, I've got the greatest respect for, for, for Mr. Fakola because, I mean, he, he, we've got a, um, a saying, oh, yeah. a terminology called a hospital pass. Yes. Same in football no, as I well, don't... but I, I know what you mean. Uh, you know, I got that as well. Yes, of course you do. You pass to somebody knowing that they're going to get uh, trashed by, by the opposition. You're, you're giving them no chance. They're going to be clobbered. Mm. They're going to be clobbered. Mm. You know, fun clobbered. But anyway... Okay, so you think Stephen Van Collar was, was clobbered. He was at ABSA before, wasn't he? I think. No, well, it could have. Yeah, he was at ABSA, but it was MTN. I think it was the, he was the chief technology officer. If I'm not, uh, if now, now we're going deep into the archives, but I think it was, was the chief technology officer of ABSA or uh, marketing. But anyway, I think it was at, at MTN um, prior to, to EOH. Okay, but anyway, what's your, what's your story with the EOH? He stepped into the this CEO position at a time where, where things were, were not looking good and then just went from bad to worse. And and rather than, you know, saying, well, you, you know, this is not what I signed up for. I mean, I'm I'm not, not – I, I can go back to, to one of these other corporates. I, I came from a you know, great pedigree of corporates and I've got a great name. He, he actually stuck it out. And and I think, you know, at times we're, 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 we're difficult and uh, – now, to quote him in this uh, unaudited interim results, and I'm going to read, for the first time since 19, 2019, I'm able to address our stakeholders in the context of EOH being a normal business. How's that? Yeah. Uh, he said, he said, for many years, we have been battling corruption scandals, Ooh. unprofitable legacy contracts, inefficient corporate structures, huge debt burdens, and a high inefficient capital structure. Today, following our successful 600 million capital raise, EOH can now truly get back to business and focus on our growth efficient talent strategy. It's a hell mm. of a statement. It almost reminds me in a diluted sort of way of the outgoing CEO of Eskom saying this place was a mess. And hopefully it won't be a mess, but obviously there were different outcomes. But do you, you see the comparison that I'm making? Undoubtedly, undoubtedly. It's funny you use that that um, in a comparison because that's exactly how how I actually saw. Let's call it Eskom, because I've been. I think the EOH thing has been 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 more uh, visual prior to the Eskom, you know, over the last two three years. But yeah, it's it's a great comparison. And um, like I said, I mean, they they he stuck it out. I mean, revenue seven point eight percent, you know, higher. Gross profit, you know, 8.4 percent, you know, higher operating expenses increased. Rate. So everything looked, you know, fairly good. D- diluted headline loss of 17 cents, 
uh, versus the prior uh, year's headline earnings uh, you know, of, of 24 cents. So a few positives go coming through. Um, but I think I think the, the, the positivity in, in Mr. Van Kohler's uh, you know, report back was, was, was really positive. And, and the market laughed it. Market came back. Share price up, you know, over four percent today. So, do I want to see this company succeed? Yes. I mean, to this is out there. Just kind of look at the share price um, of EOH. And remember, this this company has been through um, uh, restructure, or let's call it um, uh, rights issues, which dilute the company as well. So, you know, this company has really, other uh, saying how the mighty has fallen. This was a very very big company. Uh, let's call it five six years ago and today i think it seems seems to be back on track like uh like mr van Kohler said it's now uh, a normal business again very good okay it's one to watch because it's fallen from i i haven't got a graph in front of me but i seem to remember it being something like 160 170 rand per share at its peak when it was the darling of the exchange skulk you've got more gadgets at your at your fingertips than i have but i seem to remember mm. it was very 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 much higher than it is now no 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 for, for sure I, I'm, I'm actually gonna I'm actually going back in time and it's just it's it's a difficult um, graph to 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 manage because you need to scroll down, scroll down again. But uh, but to your great question, if we look at the uh, not too too long ago, we we're talking about seven years ago, a little bit more than seven years ago, October two thousand and sixteen, uh, this share price didn't close at your one hundred sixty rand levels. It closed at uh, one hundred seventy four rand levels. Look I don't at know that. if that was the I don't know if that's the high, but I mean, what what a, a movement in in a share price. And like I mentioned, there's been there's been uh, rights issues as well, so you need to take that in consideration. Okay, um, we've done our housekeeping now. Uh, uh, Scout EOH needs to now make way for three things, and I think about you um, when I think of the first one. It's a yellow metal, uh, and it's called gold, <laughs> and it's been an inextricable part of South Africa's e economic history uh, for way over a century. That's the first one. I also want to talk about bonds. I also want to talk about oil, and maybe the three are interlinked, but in ways that may not have been the case a long time ago. Let's talk about gold first of all, because since we last spoke, it's gone above 2000 and it's consolidating there. You must be jumping through hoops. Mm. Yeah, no, no, I, I mean, yeah, yeah, we know the story and, and I think if, if I'm going to be gloating here, yeah, I think a lot of listeners are going get, to get annoyed with me because they know that they know my view towards gold. Um, yeah, you're 100% right. I think you mentioned three three points there, and I think all three are are interlinked, and 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 I think will become, you know, more interlinked. You, you you're also right saying that they sort of disconnected for for a short period of time, and and people said, well, this this might be a a, a permanent decoupling, and and we've now seen it's 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 not the case. You know, and I'm referring to gold versus the dollar versus uh, the the bond yields, the real rates. Um, and, and and those those kind of you know kind of kind of kind of scenarios. I, I'm not. You know, a lot of people have asked me over the past 24 hours. You know, are you are you ready to take profit? I mean, you, <laughs> you're right now, but you're only right if you if you if you take the profit. Well, I, I was saying again, you can't make a loss if you take the profit. I mean, um, and and you, you you haven't taken the profit yet. You're going to do that now. And and the theme is still very much intact. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be selling at, at current levels because you know the the whole theme, the whole story about the U.S., um, the whole story about them sitting in in a very, uh, 
I would calling it a predict- predicament will will be will be putting it very very mild there. I think they're sitting in in, in a few big problems. Um, we we know now that they've they've had to help some of their regional banks and and by doing that yes. they had to increase the the the, the balance sheet again 350 billion dollars odd. Uh, that's printing money. Uh, we know the last time they did that, they they created created inflation. I'm not even going to say might have or could have or should have, but but they but they did. They created or partly were, were to blame to for, for creating this inflation. And um, it, it, the Saudi Arabians are looking at this and say, well, why 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 should we be you know keeping the taps open, you know, running as it is? I mean, we we we've, we've sort of seen this before. Um, and and look what oil has done. So uh, the losers out there possibly is going to be the the, the 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 consumer because I think we 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 back on track to to see inflation moving higher again. If 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 let's call it the past seven two hours or let's call it the past week is anything to go by. I think inflation is back on track. Um, we know they need to start reducing rates. And if you look at the, the, the Fed rate futures, it's still saying that we're going to start seeing rates um, decline in the U.S. You know, from the second half of last year. We've seen Euro uh, Eurozone yesterday uh, mentioning that they start seeing the, 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 the end of, of, of uh, rate hikes and, and might need to start decreasing soon. I want to see how they do that if inflation is not under control. Exactly. This is so, the whole thing now. So why is gold going up? And let's let's contextualize this now. Let's put this into, into simple form. Gold is going up, number one, because of the weak dollar. I mean, the, the dollar has gone to, I don't know what it is now. Let me just put it up on my screen. But it's against the euro, which is the one uh, that I look at. What is it, about 109.40, 109.50, something like that, that scale? You've got it right at your fingertips. Tell me, please. Yeah, 109.20. 109.20, okay. So that is a weaker US dollar. One, uh, one euro now buys you nearly 1.10 US dollars. And that doesn't sound like much. But uh, from 103, 104, whatever it was uh, three months ago, it's still a very big move. So you've got the dollar. And obviously, when the dollar goes down, the gold price in US dollar terms has to go up in order to maintain its level. Um, you've also got inflation. Inflation is stubborn. So people are saying, well, maybe with the oil price jump, maybe this is an inflation hedge. I don't buy that argument personally. But what about the safe haven purchase of gold? You say to yourself, mm. I think maybe equities have, uh, have run their course. Maybe they're going to have a little bit of a wobble. I need to be somewhere safe. Is there a safe haven buy out there as well? Yeah, for sure. For sure, it's 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 definitely safe having buy. I think to 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 uh, safe haven, you know, in terms of protection, safe haven in terms of we start seeing you know, some banks wobble um, in, in March, and and it's only regional banks. I, I know. I mean, it's 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 you know the big banks seem to be you know protected, simply seem to be intact. Um, we know that Credit Suisse is a different story. I mean, a story that's been been progressing for many years now. So it's not a it's not a new story. But but if if the banks start wobbling, you know, how safe is your money going to be in 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 some of these banks? So so yeah, you're talking about the safe haven. We also yesterday, or not yesterday, we've 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 now learned that that Finland is now officially going to be part of NATO. Yeah, Putin uh, must be gnashing his teeth about that. He is infuriated 
by his near neighbour with a really long border with uh, Russia, just suddenly becoming a member of NATO. And his whole point of him invading, one of the big points of him invading Ukraine was to to ward off um, NATO membership. Now there's 31 NATO members and Finland is terribly important. Extremely important. And, and, you know, for for, for the historians or or the, the listeners out there, uh, here's a little history lesson. I mean, uh, the, Russia has invaded, very similar to 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 um, to Ukraine, invaded um, Finland, yes. and and you know quite easily invaded them, but didn't occupy them. They just went like said, okay, we will move back. But one of these, let's call it, uh, reason for us for or let's call it, oh, what do you call it? Um, one of the you know main reason why we will move back and leave you. To, you know, to run Finland as is, is you, you, you're never going to become part of NATO. I mean, we want to know that yeah. our borders are protected and that's that's it. And, and Finland said, yes, done. And, you know, Russia moved back into Russia and Finland continued to be Finland. Um, this is sort of going against this this arrangement that they had. This, this uh, arrangement, I know the arrangement is many decades old, but it's uh, it's it's still it's 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 been an arrangement for good reason, and this this is a, this is a great possibility. Or it seems like it's you know, lost stretch for Sweden as well. And then then it's going to be a, a very very interesting scenario. So, am I am I sketching an environment where we'll see you know World War Three? I don't want to go there. I think nah. we, we we live in a different era. I don't want to go there. But but do I see a political you know instability? I think that's that's putting it very mild. Do so I see a geopolitical in, in instability? 120%. I definitely see that. And usually when you see a, a political instability globally, uh, gold, back to globe, gold being a safe haven. Gold's always been a proper, proper safe haven. It often doesn't last, but let me tell you, you're my greatest gold gloater, and I want you to gloat <laughs> as much as you can, because <laughs> the gloating <laughs> doesn't last long. <laughs> I can tell you, and you know to your cost. You know from bitter personal experience that the gold gloater <laughs> normally becomes a floater after a little while. <laughs> okay. No, no, I, I mean, I, I, undoubtedly, you never want to gloat too much. And and, and um, yeah, to listeners out there that, that listen to, to this podcast or to myself for the first time, you know, a lot of people have asked me, you know, Scott, your clients' portfolios must be pretty much you know geared towards gold and uh, or, or at least 100% gold not the case it's not, matter. it's not the case i'm just i'm just at slightly or let's call it slightly overweight in gold and i've often said on this podcast said that i, I think it's it's more dangerous in the current environment global environment to be without gold in your portfolio than with gold in your portfolio and i'm still sticking to it i'm not about to sell that gold position purely of all everything we just mentioned if we talk about all the things that you know why i would be investing in gold we will be here for at least the next two hours and lindsay i know <laughs> you've got dinner plans <laughs> no. okay in that case very subtle way of saying lindsay get on with it but there's one thing i want to say and you can keep it to 45 seconds if you would did the south african shares preempt the gold rally above 2000 which which came first the gold or the shares no, no, I, I, I actually monitored it yesterday <clears throat> because yesterday morning, uh, gold, gold shares were, were still fairly flat. Um, and, and as the gold price popped, um, our gold shares popped yesterday as well. So yeah. it, it, it was the gold, gold, gold price first and then, and then the, uh, the gold shares 
you know, afterwards. Okay, very good. Let's have a look now at the markets if we can. Here, let's have a look uh, with the, at the currencies first of all. Yeah, the rand. Yeah, it looks as though it's just about to change its big figure from 17 to 18 because it's 17.99 at the moment. The British pound against the rand is 22.43. And the euro rand is 19.64. Euro dollar is 109.20, as you said earlier on. Not much going on there ahead of Easter. British pound nearly 125. It's 124.75. Okay, the gold price, which we've banged on about for a few minutes now, 2021, which is barely changed. Platinum is up 16 to 1,005. Love seeing platinum above 1,000. And palladium is down 23 to 14.45. As for the oil price. I have my very strong views on the oil price, but I won't tell you now because you're off for dinner, obviously. Crude oil down 0.8% in the States. West Texas is down 80 to 80 and 5 cents per barrel. Brent crude oil is $84.49. Uh, natural gas prices have uh, bounced back by 2.2%. Very, very important. The US 10-year Treasury bond yield, this is really one to watch now. It's 3.28% now. That is a really big move over the last uh, three, four weeks. The South African 10-year also doing okay. It's off its uh, lows, the yield that is, 9.84%. Uh, and S&P 500 futures, what are they, 41.10, which is down about half a percent just off their lows. Bitcoin, just for reference sake, uh, just below 28,000, down half a percent. What shares caught your eye today, Skulk? Well, upset. I, I need to mention them. Uh, you just, you just, you just touch on them. Uh, we need to you know, get back to the gold shares again. Just, just for interest sake. So, so what Lindsay was talking about yesterday, uh, gold price were, were flat the morning and popped, and and gold shares followed. So, as the top three gold shares, you know, Anglo Gold yesterday's movement was three point. 8% positive, yeah. uh, gold fields 4.5% positive, and Harmony Gold 6.1% positive. That was yesterday. Yes. Yeah? Today, and they carried on today. today. Yeah, Anglo Gold 5.1% in, in the green. Gold fields 4.3% in the green, and Harmony 2.1%. One percent, well, two point two percent in the green. I mean, that's massive. That's we're we talking about eight nine percent in 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 two, two days. days. Yeah. Uh, Exactly. So it was. It's really, really, really good. Um, and and then I think uh, Marion Roberts uh, on the downside was the one. I mean, we uh, you most probably have chatted about that yesterday. I'm not going to go into yesterday's news. Um, so so yeah, uh, Marion Roberts definitely under under big pressure. Eight point eight six percent down today. Um, yeah, I, I was quite surprised to see see see, see um, you know some of these you know. Platinum companies, but in general, I think precious metals had a had a great day. And then property 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 companies. I mean, that's that's one that I would definitely sort of highlight as a, a general sector to watch. Um, and why I say that is, you know, we've we've had a, a announcement today that 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 came out from um, uh, the industrial rate. Uh, it's basically a UK company, UK multi-late industrial. A rate company, um, and they uh, they well, not to go to big. It just seems like like Blackstone is actually on a, a acquisition draft, and they're starting to buy some of these um, uh, rates, you know, globally. Um, I don't know if the exact figure, but but uh, we we sat and we chatted about that in, in the morning meeting this morning, and this uh, this industrial rate, I think it was trading at, at something like a, like a, um, they were bought out for something like a, 
uh, let's call it a eight percent premium to its net asset value, something I don't quote me on it, but I just it was a premium. And and before the purchase, it was trading at around about a thirty percent discount to its to its NAV. Now, when you look at the NAVs, the NAVs of and uh, you know on on the growth points and redefines and and our local um, property companies. These companies are trading at the widest, what's called discount, or biggest discount to its to net asset value since I would say about 2001, 2002. The previous time we've seen these type of uh, doldrums with these these negative environments for 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 property stocks. Um, so just maybe just something to to watch, just to start looking. I, I think it might be early to 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 fill fill uh, fill your boots with 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 property stocks because we still we just mentioned earlier in this conversation that interest rate hikes might need to be to continue to to sort of um, uh, stop the, the the inflation train and that that might still put some pressure on some of these property stocks but just maybe maybe something to watch okay yeah it's a small sector it's more much smaller than it used to be but yeah i have seen some life in some of those things yeah so there's a uh, there's life in the old dog yet, as they say. Okay, Scott, give us the closing JSE indices, please, and also a live Wall Street update, if you would. So another good day on the JSE. As we said earlier, JSE all share closed the day at 76,656 points. That's down 1.04%. Uh, resources uh, were sort of the one less affected, 0.57% down, while industrials down 1.2%, and that's also financial. Financials also down 1.2%. And the property property sector actually bucked the trend, not negative. They were actually positive today with 0.72%. And uh, for all the, the, the top 40 lovers out there, 70,926 points, also down 1.1%. Uh, value traded. I mean, man, oh man, what a what a two days. I mean, serious, serious lack of lack of volume mm. uh, for the past two days. Today, another you know fifteen fifteen point six billion value traded on the market. So really, really. But slow, we can slow excuse day. it because it's a pre. It's, it's uh, two exactly. weeks. It's two weeks off for, for many people because of the two public holidays. So that was expected. I, I want to get back to that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, and don't. I mean, don't don't be surprised if next week Wednesday we say exactly the same thing. I think we. Exactly. We're in a, in a quiet period, so yeah, we we understand that. So yeah, JS, uh, the, the US currently Dow Jones positive, positive twelve basis points. While the S and P five hundred is down, 039 percent currently trading at four thousand and eighty five points. Nasdaq, that's the one taking the biggest hiding today. One point two one percent down currently wow. trading at. At 11,979 points. Just on that point, uh, Lindsay, I tweeted last night a very nice graph. And it's, it's the one where they take the the the, um, the, the, the iShares global uh, technology sector. So yes. it's not the pure NASDAQ. Naturally, that's international tech technology stocks. Um, it's, the, it's, it's the ETF called IXN or the code IXN. And I, I run that graph relative against the MSCI All Country World Index, also I share Acqui. And um, I, I just showed that the, the previous time we've had these type of serious outperformances by tech or short-term outperformances, we've seen a proper, proper decline. I mean, that one deviation, standard deviation above its, its uh, let's call it three-year mean. Um, I would just be very, very careful. I mean, uh, all listeners out there, that just go look at my tweet of yesterday at Skullclow. Look at that graph. And personally, I, I, I might get this wrong, 
Uh, it is a sector that I've been seriously underweight, but I'm not in a rush now to to get back in yet. Just uh, maybe just just be be careful, and and if you decide to 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 buy some, just uh, do it very responsibly. Very very good, uh, sage and sound advice, Skalk. Thank you very much for your time this evening. As always, fascinating stuff, Skalk Low is a portfolio manager at PSG Wealth Old Oak Division in Cape Town. And Skalk, have a lovely long weekend, please, because yeah, it's, um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a nice time. It's four months after Christmas, and you can sit down and sit back and actually take stock of what has gone on. Skalk Lowe, as I said, from PSG Wealth in Cape Town, and that was the five o'clock shadow. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position, or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer, or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision, and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.